Welcome to the In My Humble Opinion podcast, a podcast that looks to discuss a number of topics that sometimes create more questions than answers. The views and opinions expressed by the presenters are their own and can be assured are utterly and woefully misinformed. If you like explicit content and naive ignorance, then please enjoy at your own risk. Fairy tales. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, are we going to cancel JM Barrett? It's a baby. <laughs> Helloeth, helloeth, helloeth. Welcometh to my humble opinioneth, a podcast of absolute nonsense. Welcome, listeners. Come take a journey with us through the passages of time. And in this time, I mean listening to tales of the past in a fairical sense. So fairy tales. Fairical is not a word, but we're going to be looking at fairy tales. And having a little jibe and a poke at perhaps modern equivalents or having a look at fairy tales from the past and thinking, how fucked up was that? <laughs> My name is Paul. My name's Rob. <laughs> Hi, Rob. How are you? <laughs> I'm not bad. I'm excited. I'm excited to make the comparisons between this world, we all, you know, adults in general. Oh, we're adults as well, but not really, let's be honest. <laughs> but like, Adults are like, you know, ban computer games because of the violence. Don't watch Blade because you'll have a samurai in your back pocket everywhere you go. Oh, Beetlejuice, no, it's bad for your health. Well, really, let's look back. Let's go back a couple of hundred years and see the fucked up shit that they were spouting <laughs> out of their evil mouths then to this scare is, children to go to sleep. This is so true. Yeah. I completely agree. Yes. So yeah. fairy tales by their nature were told around, you know, campfires <laughs> or in people's <laughs> living rooms around their hearth to perhaps enlighten and entertain uh, their children into making them do what do as they fucking told. There's no entertaining. There it was wasn't no... like, oh yeah, we're waiting for the one one nine bus. Uh, <laughs> what should we do? Should we play I Spy? Um, no, let's get the fuck out, my kids. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's have a cautionary tale about if your father leaves your mother and then marries <laughs> another woman because <laughs> she's gonna be evil somehow, and he's a woodcutter of some description. So yeah. How are. many woodcutters were there back in those days? It's a job that was necessary. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just as like you know, salesmen are now. <laughs> <laughs> so important. Everyone wants Everest windows. They come into your door. They're looking at your windows and thinking they need to replace him, but you only had them replaced yeah. three months ago by another yeah. Everest window man coming round. But you need yeah. the windows. They need the commission. It's a vicious circle. Let's all play Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. We'll talk about Windows. Uh, so we're going to be going through some perhaps well-known fairy tales today that have had uh, alternatives brought in a in a modern sense to our audience nowadays. So the the main factory doing that churning this shit out would be disney um <laughs> who would be taking <laughs> fairy tales putting a secretly cool sidekick that's a gerbil in it making fun of that and then you know hiding all the facts that you know some kid was like pushed into an oven etc etc 
it's very right. much yeah disney are like let's focus on the happy ending or actually let's just invent a happy ending <laughs> and everyone's happy and there's talking animals when the real crux of it is actually evil and disgusting <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like... it is it really is so we've been having a little research into the 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 real stories and a lot of them are going to revolve around perhaps the grim fairy tales uh, mm. the grim brothers um from bavaria way back when so we're going to be looking deep diving into some of these tales and we got we've got a few tales to be telling some well known some that you may not know but still have a very dark origin to them well i think to start off with should we go off with a couple that would be quite familiar to everybody that sounds like a beautiful plan yeah, tell does. me so this one so we all know this hansen and gretel Mm-hmm. We think we all know this. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> so we know it's about two kids, you know, wandering the woods, following some little treats, aren't they? Get to the house, they fucking eat some of the house. The witch, she gets angry, tries to cook them. They survive and live, and she dies. Right? <laughs> we know that. That's that's the crux of it. Give or take. I always thought pages. Yeah, <laughs> like, I always thought it was a bit of a cautionary tale about gluttony and mm. strangers you know like don't just go around you see somebody uh who's eating a delicious uh jambalaya in the street you want it you're following it okay and then you go and steal it off that person you eat it and the consequences could be terrible is it something similar to that i don't think i mean jambalaya is quite a savory rice dish for i don't think like there was a house in the forest made of jambalaya and like other native african it's got a prawn ring like little uh you know prawn ring on the door just like a wreath made of prawns yeah it could do <laughs> it's possible right. I think I've got it wrong, but yeah, tell me. I, I can't wait until we do an episode about food. You know, like, <laughs> like, that's never going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> right, so anyway, so we all know kind of like the Brother Grimm's version of Hansel and Gretel. Mm-hmm. And that actually has a happy ending in that one, oh. which is quite, quite rare, quite rare. But there was a predecessor. There are a few predecessors, in fact, but one of them that stuck out for me is a Romanian one. That they go in. The Romanian one is called The Little Boy and the Wicked Stepmother. So this one didn't have that much of a happy ending, I'll be honest. Mm. Story of two children. Yeah. They're abandoned. But yeah, so I mean that's relative. They're yeah. abandoned? Yeah. Straight off the bat. Yeah, straight off. <laughs> no, they've the parents have had enough. They're like, look, <laughs> you keep pissing the bed, you're not doing your you're not doing your homework. You're not. You're treating this house like a fucking hotel. <laughs> Get out. So they leave because they've they've lived on a diet of like celery soup. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. And then they're, they're hankering. They want some sweet sweet treats. Okay. So you know they go. They leave the house immediately. Outside the house is um you know like a trail of like celebrations or heroes. You know Ooh. like the Christmas treat box. Someone's just yeah. scat it yeah. out. The foxes have got in the bins, basically. (laughs) (laughs) These shitty sweet treats. They left the bounty bars because, you know, (laughs) they always do. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Fucking bounties. Yeah, so anyway, so they follow follow them, don't they? But in this this very story, they're actually following a trail of ashes. What? Oh. I'm unsure what the ashes are. Maybe human remains, maybe not. Maybe just wood ash from a fire. 
They follow the ashes. I don't know why they love ashes. Curiosity, perhaps? Yeah. Mayhaps? Could be curiosity. (laughs) Ah, mayhaps to one. (laughs) (laughs) So they follow him. And anyway, they get there. And they they actually return home. But when they return home, the stepmother, the mother that abandoned them, because they've, because, basically because they've returned home, the stepmother kills the boy. (laughs) What, what, What? Hold on. Hold on, a yeah. lot has lot's happened there. Yeah, sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right, so let me just let me try and break this down a little bit. Um yeah. okay, yeah. so right, shit life. So the brother yeah. and sister are like, let's ditch these old fogies, right? Yeah. Let's yeah. walk out. We've got a little nap like handkerchief on a stick with you yeah. know all our important things in, like some Pokemon cards. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. just stuff that they need for yo, the yo. Yo yo. <laughs> yeah, you know, half eaten sandwich that they kept under the bed. Yeah. They they get onto the they get out of the, out the door and then they see on the path some ashes. They follow the ashes, which what leads them in a circle all the way back to their house. Yes, how long exactly. was how long were they gone for? Because in that time, it seems like the mother's just gone like. If they come back, I'm gonna fucking kill them. <laughs> yeah, I think they they didn't want them to return anyway. I think they pushed them. They like they pushed them out. They were like, no, get out, be gone with you. <laughs> they they returned home following this trail of ashes. But yeah, upon their return, the stepmother just kills the young boy. Just fucking flat out. Hi, um, mum, we're back. Uh, you're dead. <laughs> like, stab, yeah. like, gets in the door, it's like John Wick, just like, hunk, right in, exactly. right in the gut. Kills the young boy, and then actually asks the other, the girl, she was like, um, can you, you mind cooking him? What? So, yeah, so kills the young boy, then the young girl has to cook the boy as part of the family meal. Like it, it's some kind of really horrible way. Like I've killed mm. your brother, I want you to cook him now. Like this yeah, is a real yeah. power play by the stepmother. Yeah, yeah. you fucking cook him, and she's like, "Oh my god, yeah, well, better because like you know, I've just seen what you've done to people that don't do as they're told." So <laughs> she she creates this marvelous feast. Thirteen <laughs> thirteen courses of <laughs> sublime delicacies for this young boy. The starter, the testicles of a young virile man, boy, man, whatever. Lovely. Goes down your gullet like an oyster. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so she cooks him. The boy's father returned. So this is their actual dad. This isn't like okay, yeah, you know. stepdad or it's like no. they're not adopted. This is their yeah. genuine blood relative. Because it'd be a bit weird if there was a stepmom and a stepdad. Yeah. It'd be like, so where the parents are. Kind of blended family atmosphere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Unknowingly, just eats his son. Didn't have a fucking clue. So well is this meal cooked, and all the others are like, oh, you know, it's like a nerd. He's like, where's, where's, uh, where's Terry? Have you, have you seen Terry? Oh. Did he? He's got football practice at three. Um, <laughs> like, you know, has he got his, has he got his kit ready? Oh, don't worry, he's still over at Dave's house playing Nintendo. <laughs> he wasn't. He was in your fucking belly. <laughs> but the young girl, anyway, saves his heart. So when they were carving up, she was just like slipped yeah, that under her apron. For that, yeah, yeah, I'll have that for later. Yeah, and um, she puts it in a tree. In a but, tree. Yeah, in, a, in a tree. Yeah, she's yeah. like, right, we'll keep that. Put that in a tree. As you do. Then she, yeah, and she starts adding the bones there after the meal is done. So after they've eaten the carcass and all the bones are still there and whatever, she just gathers the bones and she's like, I'll put them by the tree as well. Why not? No. Dad yeah. still hasn't fucking realised. He's, no, he's sitting there watching. Like... The, he's watching Match of the Day. He's <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
He's like, having a cool smell of light. <laughs> like, <laughs> just relaxing. And uh, yeah, eventually the boy then becomes a cuckoo. So yeah, just turns into a fucking <laughs> cuckoo bird. <laughs> right. The boy becomes the dead boy. Yes, the dead boy. <laughs> cuckoo. How? Uh, well, you know, it's simple it like a... alchemy. <laughs> it's <laughs> you know, it like when we were talking about like uh, Draco Manor and and they, the heart of somebody and, and like then crows flew out of it. Is it a similar sense? Yeah. Okay. No. Full of fucking. <laughs> no, she's Nothing put her fucking heart and bones in a tree and then poof. Yeah. <laughs> That's my Bastard. brother. Yeah. Sweet to oof. Um, yeah. And then in her attempts to kill the bird. <laughs> so what the fuck? You want to kill it again? <laughs> <laughs> in her attempt to kill the bird, the stepmother dies. Oh, what a twist. Yeah, so it's like, ah, oh, it's that fucking cuckoo bird boy. So who, gonna... Was it the stepmother trying to kill the cuckoo? She's like, yeah, always sorry, back, yeah. she's a cuckoo now. And then yeah. you know, she has some kind of like hilarious fumbling accident where she's trying to swoop <laughs> for the bird and stabs <laughs> herself in the in It's the like heart. Tom and Jerry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is a Tom and Jerry episode. <laughs> Tom, get here! <laughs> She dies, and that's that, really. Yeah, so Terry won, didn't he? Did he, though? Did he not? <laughs> well, he's not alive. He's <laughs> now. Does he live with the sister and the father? Did the father realise Terry's gone? Or is no, he's he, busy. Is he, he's busy, isn't he? Yeah. He's watching the FA Cup final replay. <laughs> it's carried on. He saved all the episodes. He's watching it back to back. It just comes out, he's like, has anyone made dinner? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, where's my, where's my yeah. wife gone? So, really like, literally, up. literally, none of that, none of that has anything to do with a house full of made delicious morsels, um, an evil witch, a massive oven. Like, none of that is in this. At so, all. Was, this was, this was like beforehand. So, yeah. Okay. Because, as we know, we may need to tell the audience, or they may already know, like the Grimm brothers didn't mm. create all the stories. They collected a bunch of like folklore from surrounding That's areas it. and adapted it into lies. Yeah, lies, <laughs> essentially. Add a bit of like Zaz here, uh, 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 like a yeah. gingerbread house there, you know, and then you've got a hit play featuring Simon Callow, and he's in there, <laughs> like, you know, it's like get all the theatrical actors in there, and you know, Ian McKellen's yeah. playing the Wicked stepmother, but I like I, I... Luke Schofield <laughs> in a cool technicolored coat. <laughs> He's spinning around. So okay, all right. So I like the idea of the original story a little bit more because it's actually really dark. But yes. Brother Tale does does make a more palatable story with heroes that are children. I mean, even a... even the little daughter, even like this kid's sister even she's a cunt because like, yeah. she just sat there and fucking cooked him it sounds like, like... stockholm syndrome <laughs> 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 she is like held hostage and like she's now kind of in love with her captor <laughs> like i'll do what you ask of me stepmother <laughs> yeah but also loves the boy loves birds and do you, do you think she decided like do you think she had a choice of what this creature morphs into what these like <laughs> bones and debris of all the things what could I grow I grow a cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> like, I don't know you can see, not you like can... a little Labrador or a little kitten <laughs> no I really want like you know a bearded yeah. dragon like, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. I hope it's a bearded dragon I guess 
you know, it has to be relate like related to animals from the area and mm. the way people were in the past. Animals had different connotations attached to them, so yeah. cuckoo might yeah. be like life or something like that. So that's how I, I don't know. Well, Cause... cuckoos are strong because they, they, you know, cuckoos, you know, they, they, whatever with their young, they kick other eggs out of nests and yeah. put their own there, and then they're lazy yeah. parents. They get life like. I ain't fucking feeding this. You do it. This is yeah. your now, and it's in a similar sense as the boy. Like the mother's like the cuckoo, and it's like you fucking feed this. But I know, in fact, I'm just gonna feed myself with you. I don't. It's got really <laughs> confused. Isn't it? really, I just think like cuckoo, the bird, the actual bird cuckoo, is like the most asshole bird that they possibly could be. Yeah, just going in. Uh, I'm just gonna pop my egg here and kill your eggs. You're gonna feed this, and then this eggs my chick is actually just going to fucking eat the rest of the eggs in it whilst you're out hunting for it. That's not a nice look. No, it's not a nice look. No, no you're right. You're right. I'd rather Terry become like a little sweet little robin. The stepmother wouldn't have actually tried to kill a robin, would uh, she? So no. then she wouldn't have died due to a nasty accident. Like, Final Destination was trying to kill a cuckoo. <laughs> she saw it coming, but, you know, she did nothing about it. Yeah. Oh no, what could happen? Anyway, i got another one then. Yeah, cool. So Rapunzel. Mm. Now this this is nasty. Like it really is nasty. It's, is it it's not quite... like Disney's Tangled? Well, there's the comparativity. Yeah, yeah. So remind me what happens in Tangled. Give me the give me the long and short. They live happy ever after. Yeah, I'll give fuck. you the brief. Yeah. yeah. Princess gets put into a tower by an evil witch. Mm. Princess has some cool hair. It's really long. She again, Stockholm syndrome occurs. The, the, the witch that stole her is like I'm your mother blah 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 but she's not mm. Rapunzel feels like she's not really part of it but whatever she's trapped in there her hair grows really long it's magical some prince mm. stumbles along down past the tower for some reason because he's turned left off of the intersection yeah. on right, and he's like oh fucking hell I'm in the, I'm in the ends here this is terrible <laughs> Looks up, there's a little chef some... nearby. Don't <laughs> <laughs> give me like Olympic breakfast. Looks up, <laughs> looks up at the tower, sees some bird, like you know, combing her hair, and he's like, "Hello, piece of that." And he's like, yeah. "And your hair, I'll have a little bit. Let me, let me, like, climb up your hair and get, you know, put my leg over." And uh, and that's kind of it, right? <laughs> yeah, basically, and they live happily ever after, and the witch yeah, dies. Yeah. Well, the original story is actually centered around um, sex and pregnancy. <laughs> like, oh. There's no, there's no pregnancy in it, and that's when it comes really nasty. So Rapunzel was given to the witch. Like she wasn't taken or anything like that. She's given to this witch because now this is like right, okay. how children are literally a commodity and a fucking <laughs> currency to these rich, magnificent monarchs. <laughs> so yeah, Rapunzel was given to um, the witch because her father stole herbs from the witch's garden to satisfy her pregnant mother's cravings. <laughs> so the king's like, Oh, shit. Uh, what, what do you want? I, I, you got hankering for some time, have you? <laughs> Fucking hell, just pregnancy cravings. Right, let me pop over there, this haggard witch's house. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go get some thyme and sage for your tea. <laughs> Goes and picks it, he gets caught, and then the witch is like, Right, I'll let you off, I'll have the kid. <laughs> All right. Okay. The king clearly finds out. Oh, I'm having a daughter. Well, what gets that? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Isn't that not there? Yeah, can't deal with anything. Yeah. So they make a deal, a little okay. trade. Okay. So uh, 
Fair deal. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So this poor, poor defenseless princess is like in this tower, and yeah, her hair's growing long. That's just, I don't know why. It's not magical at all. It's just fucking long, isn't it? It's just not being cut. Yeah, it's just not being cut. The witch is like, no, I'm not cutting your hair. I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. These scissors yeah. are for my time, not for your hair. Yeah, I'm cutting time exactly. from the garden. And this basil, yeah. These are my basil scissors. <laughs> Well, I'd love to, but these these are for Basil, so... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sorry. Yeah, Yeah, so the prince just turns up, unannounced, out of town, just turns up, and uh, the the pair, so the prince and the uh, princess, begin meeting at night for some evidently unprotected lovemaking. Now that is romance. That's romance. (laughs) Evidently unprotected lovemaking Mm. is the key... To romance, yeah. It is. Absolutely. Can I put my dick in bareback? Is that good? <laughs> uh, guess what happens, anyway. Um, Never guess. <laughs> he doesn't withdraw, and she gives oh up my the dust. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could just say, oh, did she get pregnant? You could say that. He doesn't withdraw. <laughs> he doesn't I shan't withdraw. withdraw that we learn about in school. Of course, she has no idea what pregnancy is because all she knows is herbs. That's it. Of course. Of course. <laughs> all she knows is herbs. She doesn't even know what sex is. She thinks they're just shaking hands. <laughs> Thank just, you. No. Yeah. Hello. How are you? Good day. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, nice to see you. Cup of tea. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she gets pregnant and the witch is not happy about that. So she says, right, okay, um, off to the desert with you and go and have your child. And that's it. The prince doesn't follow her. <laughs> Literally. What a bastard. Yeah, he was in love. He wanted no. to go up there, shake her hand. <laughs> and then uh, she was like, oh, I'm pregnant. He's like, mm. <laughs> I she doesn't want two mouths to feed because she's only got a certain allotted amount of herbs. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So like, you know, like just throw off the, the quantities. Yeah, you know, yield isn't strong. <laughs> it's like, and the king keeps having these fucking little snidey hands away. <laughs> he's still he's like, going for it, isn't he? He's yeah. like, have some to trade them off. Yeah, I did it once, why not? <laughs> the desert is the last place you want to birth a child. It's sandy. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. Uh, the witch also taunts the prince when he comes to see Rapunzel when she isn't there. So he comes back and she's like, oh, she ain't there. Causing him to leap from the tower. A move that only ends in him being blinded by thorns. So he comes oh, into the tower and he's like, all right, all right girl, where's uh, Rapunzel? <laughs> I've got, I'm, I'm itching. <laughs> I fancy a little bit of the old uh, shaking hands. And she's like, oh yeah, she's uh, over there by the window. <laughs> Lol, pushes him. He lands in some thorns and blinds himself. That's no other damage is done. There is a happy ending, sadly though, because eventually, like Prince does find Rapunzel in the middle of the fucking desert. Uh, like he's blind, he doesn't Ow. mean to. Smells her scent. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't mean to find her because he never wants to see her again. Yeah. There's like, like oh, literally. and he just yeah, literally <laughs> bumps into her and she's like, oh, come here, boy. Her tears. Then cure his blindness. Oh, but the witch doesn't die, and yeah, they you know they just perish in the desert together. In love, <laughs> in love, and they perish yeah. together. What about the kids? Yeah. Oh yeah, it didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> after all that, yeah. after they all, all of that, they traded yeah. it in. <laughs> like some herbs. There were like some herbs over there. Like we got. <laughs> yeah. Go on in. Yeah, I can see where the story got adapted to make it a little bit nicer. They always make mm. 
the witch out to be the bad guy. But in fact, I think in this story, she was just... You know, she did was, she do wrong? She didn't do anything wrong. No. <laughs> she was trying to reap back some cost from the lost yield mm. that she had. You've taken some herbs. I want a piece back. So, yeah. Oh, you know. Trade. Yeah. Down trade. To, to, like, fucking that up. Yeah, Lord of the Land. And also, like, who's decided that she's a witch? Nothing in that whole story depicts witch, witch behaviour. No. She's just, she's just an old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe in old English or German, like, uh, translation. Ah, witch a bitch. Got, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just come across and been translated incorrectly. I've got a story here. It's a little bit longer than your ones. Um, right, we'll nice. go through it, okay? And it may not be as well known as the ones that, that you're telling, which, you know, is great to compare those to, to yeah, the modern yeah. equivalents. But I've not heard of this story. This story is called the Juniper Tree, okay? And it was collected Love by the Potter's Grimm. Yeah, a bit of juniper. And uh, this story, <laughs> the, the Brothers Grimm, right? Grimm, I think, derived from them to mean that's like stuff. oh that's well shit that's you know fucking right? grim. <laughs> yeah <laughs> like oh it's the grim brothers that's why because they were like Ugh. but yeah like this this story is incredibly dark so much like any other story it starts with a wealthy and pious couple who pray every day uh for god to grant them a child right. they trying ivf isn't working they're praying to god <laughs> okay <laughs> however one Have winter... they tried fucking no they haven't oh, tried right. that they're shaking hands it's no, it's scary. They can't see each other without clothes on because it's a fairy tale story. <laughs> Doesn't exist. What sex? One winter, under the juniper tree in the courtyard, the wife peels an apple. She's out there in winter. She loves apples. They're growing for some reason in winter. Winter pe- under a juniper tree. Yeah, quite a tree. Indeed, it's, di- it's giving off different fruits. Um, nice. She might have bought the apple, you know, from another place. Got a pink, pink Asda. lady. Yeah, oh, you I know. fucking love a pink lady, mate. It's a juicy one. It's a juicy yeah. one. <laughs> when she's peeling the apple, she cuts her finger and drops a blood fall onto the snow, and this leads to her, uh, leads her to wish for a child because that's what you do whenever you cut yourself in fairy tales. Yeah, you make a wish. She wishes for the child to be as white as snow and as red as blood. Like it's half and half. Yep. Like, like a maybe... squash. Yeah, like a, like <laughs> a squash. Yeah, I want. Yeah. <laughs> I want a child to look like a rectangle confectionery. <laughs> I love them so much. I want to raise one. However, all right. Um, six months later, all right, the wife she becomes gravely ill from eating juniper berries. Okay, she shouldn't have eaten them. Should have stuck to the apples. And she asks her husband to bury her beneath the juniper tree if she dies. Okay, so she's obviously that's a representation, a nice place that she likes to be. The thing that killed the gym. Yeah, the gin. I want to die near the gin. near the gin, boy. <laughs> Give me a bottle as I fall down to the ground. Uh, he's like, yeah, all right, I'll, I'll do that. But anyway, a month later, she is, uh, she gives birth to a baby boy. So all of a sudden, it's not that she's ill; she's pregnant. <laughs> so... Right. So she's not dead. No. So she's still alive. Yeah. <laughs> right. Sorry. Much as we've already decided, people in fairy tales don't really understand how pregnancy works <laughs> like they have, something happens where sex occurs or they shake hands and they're gravely ill with some sort of parasite on the inside of them eating up all of their nutrients <laughs> we call it pregnancy um <laughs> 
However, what she wished for, for fuck's sake. Oh, sorry. So she gives birth to a baby boy as white as snow and as red as blood. This amazing child, this squashum of joy. Okay. She blood, ginger kid that has sunburn. I think that's it. Yeah, he's ginger. Okay. She dies, but she dies of happiness. She got her wish. So she clung on to the last moments and died. Probably, though, in reality, in the fairy tale, she just bled to death because, you know, there were no doctors around. Yeah. Placenta and effluence flying out of her. <laughs> Splat. Splat, she's gone. Keeping his promise, the husband buries her beneath the juniper tree. He eventually marries again because he's like, fuck that. She was a bit, a bit of ag. Right? I need to... I need to shake but... ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he marries again and has a new wife. They have a daughter named um, Marlene. And in some stories, she's called uh, Marlishen or Marjorie. Oh, it's nice. So we'll, co- we'll call her Marlene. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the new wife loves Marlene, but despises her stepson. All right. Because he's right. white, red. All right. It doesn't quite understand. Yeah. <laughs> understand how this is. Put a some job. fucking sun cream on, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So like, what the fuck are you doing? Dutiful mother, dutiful stepmother, abuses him every day, claiming that she wishes Marlene to inherit her father's wealth instead of her stinky red and white stepson. Right, yeah. (laughs) Bloody stepmothers, right? (laughs) Not like modern equivalent where stepmothers are like struggling and they, you know, they go see their stepson and all, all of a sudden stuff happens that's not abuse. (laughs) 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 The, the dads in fairy tales are portrayed as such loving men. Oh, that wife's died. I'll have another dad. <laughs> the men are portrayed as like glorious men of honour. The stepmother's like, how dare you? <laughs> I feel this is because it was mainly men that wrote these stories. Or if they heard them, they'd be like, I'm going to switch this uh, around. So... <laughs> <laughs> They're in the inn a... trading stories, aren't they? One afternoon after school, the stepmother plans to lure the red and white stepson into an empty room containing a chest of apples. Oh, echoes of the past, right? This is really mean. Like, your yeah. mother loved apples. Come and have some apples. Um, chest, <laughs> <laughs> though, however, sees the, che- sees the chest, and she's like, can I have an apple? Which <laughs> the stepmother gracefully offers. She's like, oh, go on then. However, when the boy enters the room and reaches down the chest for an apple the stepmother slams the lid onto his neck decapitating him oh mate the stepmother's not done right <laughs> stepmother binds his head onto the rest of his body with a bandage and props his body onto a chair outside with an apple on his lap <laughs> she is fucking horrible yeah that's just messed I don't love dapples. <laughs> <laughs> Which was he now only red and or only white since he got decapitated? <laughs> I mean, he's predominantly just white now, as really yeah. setting in. <laughs> got rid of your red head. Just <laughs> no, no, slam down a chest to decapitate a man. Gosh, she must have been wicked. She's got like a shake weight. She's been doing it. <laughs> I want to get these biceps ready so I can detect and decapitate that bastard. All right, so he's, he's propped up outside on a chair, you know, with a new, like, kind of, like, neck garment on. <laughs> so to the, head the head is still in the same place where it would be. 
Yeah, so she's... Oh, right. I thought you meant, like, you just bind it on his chest or something. <laughs> he's not a transformer, is he? <laughs> right, she's making it look like nothing happened, right? And he's there. I'm going to see you. Yeah, no. The dad okay. wouldn't notice anyway. He's on the prowl looking for his next wife. Marlene, unaware of the situation, asks her stepbrother for the apple. Okay, hearing the response. <laughs> right, she's forced by her mother to box him in the ear. He ain't giving you the apple. Smack him on the head. <laughs> it's until he does. <laughs> you know the rules. Nobody gives anything anyone him in the ear. Right. <laughs> I'm going to box your ears off. <laughs> his ears anyway. That's a weird saying. <laughs> Marlene does this and causes his head to roll onto the ground. And Marlene profusely cries throughout the day whilst her stepmother dismembers the stepson's body and cooks him into a blood soup or black food, right? Fuck. So stepmother's kind of manipulated this thing to make Marlene, her loving daughter, feel like she's knocked the head off of her brother. <laughs> <laughs> you killed like, him. Oh, you ate him. We're having black pudding tonight. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's your fault. <laughs> Cook him. Right. Very similar uh, like themes here. She later deceives her husband, the stepmother, by telling him that her son stayed at her mother's great uncle's house. She's spreading those lies, and the husband, much like our previous story, unwittingly eats the black pudding, or sun pudding, we call it, um, <laughs> during dinner and proclaims it to be delicious. <laughs> Compliments to the chef. Compliments to the chef. These ingredients are familiar. Marlene gathers the bones right. dinner and buries them beneath the juniper tree with a handkerchief. What the fuck is going on in the past? <laughs> Why can't they just let people die? Now, the Grimm brothers found stories. There is a finite amount of stories and out of them have come variants. So, yeah. Hans Gretel and the juniper tree variants have, have kind of like split off and then caused this exacerbation of story. So this has happened mm. here. The parallels to your story with Hansel and Gretel are very prominent. A mist emerges from the juniper tree and a beautiful bird flies out. Okay, That's but yeah, so no shit, right? This bird visits <laughs> the townspeople and sings about his brutal murder <laughs> at the hands of his stepmother. Captivated by its lullaby, a goldsmith, a shoemaker and a miller Right, the start of a great. Three wise men. The start of a great. Don't spit a shoemaker and a miller will get to a pub. <laughs> um, uh, they offer uh, a bird a gold chain, a pair of red shoes, and a millstone in return for the bird song, uh, so they, he can tell his story again. Okay. What the fuck is a bird going to do with a millstone? You see how big they are. They're pretty big. I don't know yeah, if this bird massive. wearing red shoes as well. <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah, that's the, the main character. <laughs> <laughs> Gold chain of red shoes. Things like fucking Fred Durst or something. <laughs> Bowling around. <laughs> she killed me. She killed me, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Just break it down. The bird returns home to give the gold chain to the father while giving Marcel the red shoes. Meanwhile, the stepmother complains about the raging fires within her arteries, revealed to be the real reason 
of her anger and hatred towards her stepson. She goes outside for relief, but the bird drops the millstone onto her head, killing it instantly. All right? So he's got some aim on him, I guess. <laughs> How big is this bird? She's <laughs> carrying a fucking, like, one of those huge circle yeah. millstones. Right, he's got no red shoes on, because he's given him off. He's got no grip. <laughs> Um, so yeah, she's she's dead now, um, and then surrounded by smoke and flames, the son revealed to be the bird emerges and reunites with his family. They celebrate and head inside for lunch, and live happily ever after. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? The king's like ah, another day. Let's have dinner. <laughs> a miracle child who's red and white turned into a bird gave me a gold chain. Oh, that's why he had red shoes. Do you yeah, think? Maybe. Maybe, yeah. but yeah, there you go. Yeah. So um, the themes, the themes are quite par- like parallel to other stories. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, there you go. That's a good. I've never heard that story before, and oh. I'm going to tell my grandkids. Yep, get <laughs> a shit out of them. <laughs> yeah, like you, don't eat all the apples. Do you know why? <laughs> get your hands off my pig, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have a look deep down. Get the really good juicy yeah. ones. Get the good one. Get in the fucking closet. <laughs> Leave my shake weight alone. <laughs> right, so Cinderella. Cinderella. This Cinderella. is just fucking nasty. Yeah, but Cinderella, though, the actual what the Disney equivalent is a beautiful mm. story of oh, it's lovely. Uh, yeah, a woman who uh, escapes adversity and servitude uh, yeah. become a princess because of a shoe. Yeah, Cinderella. She was actually um, quite a young girl. So Cinderella may be one of the most classic Disney stories. It's one of the first ones as well, I think. Yeah, it was one, one of, of the earliest. For early sure. ones, yeah. While it sticks to a similar narrative, the original is far more gruesome than Disney's okay. lies. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody hell, Disney. First of all, the only reason the prince even gets the golden slipper in the first place, you know, because he gets it. And he's like, oh, I've got to find this woman who fits this golden slipper. Okay. Right, you know this, yeah. The only reason the Disney one is a glass slipper. Yeah, but it's not got it's golden. It's, it's golden. golden in the original like story. Okay, all right, I like it. In, okay. You know, the Disney version, they were like, oh gold, you can't make it exactly the same, let's make it glass. <laughs> or who the fuck wears glass slippers? You might, like, no. you know, like you smash <laughs> a glass in the kitchen. The first thing you do is like, right, put your slippers on so you don't touch glass with your feet <laughs> like, how can you they're not exactly flexible are they God, no, no. <laughs> so disney were like yeah. you know like along the ideas of like you know monster munch little yeah. can't make them so they call them monster claws they're like <laughs> we'll change it slightly yeah change <laughs> okay. it slightly and right. maybe just an uh, animating a uh, glass slipper so they just didn't have to animate any movement it was just easier That's <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. yeah so the only reason he actually has the golden slipper is because he laid a trap on the stairs so he could find out who she was oh. so she's coming down the stairs right? no she's there she's like this fucking ball thing and he's yeah, like yeah what? yeah so the story oh. progresses pretty pretty conventionally here so she's yeah she's she realizes it's midnight and she's got to run down the stairs yeah and in the story originally she's like oh the slipper falls off giving the falls prince off. the opportunity to them yeah. be like i want to find that my love yeah my how do i find that oh yeah. i'll pick up a size one fucking shoe <laughs> Yeah. Oh, great. But actually, he's premeditated this. So she said to him previously, like, 
they're dancing, he's chirps her up, he's like, Oh, you're right, girl, can I get you a drink? Fancy a bottle of reef. And she's like she's like, You stay here while Blazer Squad's on, I'll come back in a minute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's like, Yeah, I'll have one or two, I'll have a couple of reefs with you, you know, a couple of Bacardi breezes and that. But twelve o'clock, I've got to fucking go. And he's like, right, she's persistent about this. And he's like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to lay a fucking trap. Okay. I've never seen shoes like hers before, golden slippers and all. He so he's them. like, right. Yeah, he does. He's like, I'm going to put something, I'm going to put a trap on the fucking stairs okay. so that when she runs down the stairs, oh, got ya. Okay. So it's like a bear trap almost. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a literal bear like, trap or it just traps the shoe? Yes, a bear trap. Fuck it. History. <laughs> yeah. okay. so, right. so he's put this bear trap there and it's mangled her foot to shit. <laughs> no, it hasn't. It's, it's, it's just caught the slipper. It's caught the golden slipper. Okay. And she's like, oh, fuck. Well, I'm not putting my hand near that. Look what it did to my slipper. I'm out of it. I'm bolting. And he's fuck gone, yeah. that'll fucking teach her. So instead of just like stalking her or anything like that or finding her on Facebook or like asking around. Does anyone know that bird? No. All right. Okay. Yeah. No. He's just literally tracked this. Entrapment. That's a bit of a red flag, isn't it? Really. It is massive. Like, like an episode of you. Like. Yeah. <laughs> is that the kind of man you want to be in love with? Like, <laughs> another big difference is between uh, the original and the Disney version of this is to do with the stepsisters. Okay. But, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Because they're a bit mean towards Cinderella, and they're like, "You look like shit." Blah blah blah. But they yeah. have their own insecurities and stuff like that. So yeah. they made her kind of do whatever. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. all of this happens is like after the, the slipper gate. All right. So okay. after, slipper after gate. trap gate. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the biggest difference in this is the fate of the stepsisters. Clearly, the brothers Grimm, who wrote this original, felt their exploits should see them suffer more because the stepsisters were absolute cunts. Okay. So they thought you needed to have like a more terrible things happen to them and suffer they did in their desperate attempts to fit into the shoe for the prince because you know he stood outside he's like come on come on yeah he comes around yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. i'll come around your house if it's your slipper i'm stealing you like parents were like don't go out there there's a man with a slipper <laughs> <laughs> like, he's begging young girls to put their foot in it don't yeah put it in there <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's a walking red flag he's, he's, he's a, a shit he's really sus about yeah. But the stepsisters, they were fucking plucking for it. So what they did to resort to them trying to be able to get their feet into this slipper, okay. they resorted cutting off their own toes. Oh. And that's bad. And even the heels <laughs> to their own Cut their own heels off? <laughs> yeah. Not each other's because they're competitive, aren't they? Like... <laughs> They're not like helping going, each other. Hey, they're just maiming themselves. Like, with that hacksaw yeah. like, to get my heel off. <laughs> oh, can you do mine? No, I'm doing mine. <laughs> so then this obviously, like, then they're trying to put this slipper on. It just coats it in blood and like just flecks of Can they use a pumice shit. stone? Like, you know, just take a few shavings <laughs> off. Take, take a little off, yeah. Take, or get those fish in the swimming pool thing or whatever it is. Like, yeah, you know. some of the dead skin. Yeah, yeah. get it gone. It's bye-bye. Yeah. yeah, didn't do that. So they go to the, the, you know, they're getting married. They're at a wedding. And the sisters go there and everything. 
So uh, for the sisters to try and get a bit of their spotlight, they accompany her up and down the aisle. So you've got Cinderella going down the aisle, and you've got these fucking haggity bitches who can't On even crutches. walk straight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Stump legs. In wheelchairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is it. But then what actually happens is the, the prince orders the flock of birds, so there's flocks of birds at this wedding, orders the flocks of birds to peck at the stepsister's eyes. Fucking hell! She just pecks her eyes out during her wedding day. She's walking down the aisle. Do, 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 do. (laughs) Prince is like, do it. (laughs) Oh, husband, thank you so much. I never wanted anything more. (laughs) So she's like, fuck, you've trapped me. And he's like, you do anything bad to me, you're next. <laughs> it's like a Martina Cole book or whatever. It's just... <laughs> but you wouldn't go near him, would you? No, oh, dangerous. Ah, absolutely fucking grim. Yeah, so I'll give you <laughs> another one. So, Peter Pan. All right, okay. Peter Pan, this is one of the most fucked up ones, I swear to God. Because okay. there's nothing pretty about this cunt, I tell you. <laughs> okay. Right, Peter Pan's a big step away from the, the usual Grim Brothers stuff, is it? So it's J.M. Barry creating this story. It is, yes. Yeah, so he's like, you know, if you've seen Finding Neverland, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, You know, this is for all the kids in Great Ormond Street, live forever, be young, blah, blah, blah. Is that, um, why he, is that why he wrote it? I'm pretty sure it's something along those lines. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's okay. like, we Does need make to this do worse? Like a... Yeah. <laughs> it, this, this makes it like... Savalesque kind of thing. God no. Like, that's disgusting. Like, you did it to be nice to children that are dying. Yeah. Oh. Well. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, are we gonna cancel JM Barry? <laughs> Fact JM Barry did not write the book Peter Pan for Great Ormond Street. He wrote it after the tragic loss of his brother. He did, however, bequeath the rights to Great Ormond Street as a gesture of goodwill. So we know how Disney did it, right? They're like, oh yeah, Peter Pan is going to make these kids fucking immortal at that age and come here and you're all the lost boys and stuff. But the reality is, they're called the lost boys, but they weren't lost, were they? They were fucking kidnapped. Yeah? Yeah, well, they weren't lost. They're like, so Peter Pan goes to the Darling family's house one by one. It's fucking taking these for generations in like the original story. <laughs> so it's all the it's, same, the same family. Yeah, the Darling family. Oh my this god, this particular no. family, anyway. Yeah, but there are others. Uh, yeah, so there's there's one extract in uh, J. M. Barry's Peter Pan and Wendy. That's okay. the story, and it as follows: The boys on the island vary, of course, in numbers, according as they get killed, and so on. And when they seem to be growing up, which is against the rules, Peter fins them out. That's in the book. That's in the book. Yeah, that exact, <clears throat> that's a quote so, from the book. Okay. All right. Okay. So, right. <laughs> holy shit. Okay. Right. My understanding was if they get too old, they become pirates or whatever. They move over. They're too old now. They're pirates now. Right. And then they just have this. Right. Ex- Fun war, all right. It's like, oh yeah, da, 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 da. all right. No, no, right. They reach eighteen, all right. They wake up one yeah. night. They're like, it's my birthday. Can't wait. I wonder what Peter's got back. 
they they pull the cover back, ready to get up, but Peter's standing in the doorway, his shadows there. <laughs> glint of steel comes out. He's like, goodbye. And that's so good. It's gone. Holy Say your shit. last words. Peter yeah, pins we... the herd. <laughs> Spins the herd and because he can, he's asked several times during the book, How many lost boys are there? He's like, fucking, I don't know. It's Tuesday today, there'll be less tomorrow. But oh then we'll God. just remake the numbers up. Basically. Oh my God, sorry, yeah. Stealing more kids. We've lost like, one, let's get some more. Yeah, let's rain them in. And if you like, if you watch the film, you remember the film Hook? Who's the I older the kid film. in that? Yeah, who's the older kid who wears all black? Uh, what, Rufio? Yeah, Rufio. He's such like a He's like a bad-tempered teenager, isn't he? Because he, he is. knows what's happening. He knows what's coming. Do you know He's why? Because like... Peter's not there in Hook. Peter left. So Rufio, yeah. they've been able to grow up a bit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they shit. haven't been getting killed. No. allowed to live. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, genuinely. So if you're growing up too fast, or at all, for that matter, Peter will thin you out. Hence the ever-changing numbers of the Lost Boys, oh yeah? Because the pirate numbers never change. They, like, they never add pirates at all. It's like, they're like, Peter's, like, doing this whole propaganda thing. Oh, once you get a bit older, you're going to be a pirate. And they're like, oh, that's all right. We'll be a pirate. You won't. You'll be fucking dead. Oh, <laughs> shit. Peter yeah. is not the hero originally portrayed. No. And that's from the source material. Yeah, that is in there. Holy yeah. Shit. Yeah. Fins a, them out. That's actually a mind-blowing fact. Yeah. Right, so I'll go through uh, for one of my one of my long forms here. So, another lesser-known fairy tale from the Grimm brothers. How some children played at slaughtering. Who wants a story? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> How some kids played at slaughtering. <laughs> Slaughtering is such a violent word. It invokes a lot of imagery. Okay, Come on, guys, get tucked in. (laughs) Get really tucked in. So in the city named Franica, located in West Frisland, or Freeland, okay, maybe in Bavaria. Uh, (laughs) I don't know where it's done. Um, a, group of, a group of young children around five and six years old. Okay. That is. <laughs> right. You know, the prime age. These kids, you know, they the play. Prime age. They know they prime age were playing games like shopkeeper or, you know, mm. pretending to be a salon, uh, you know, imitating. Mums and dads. Mums and dads. Yeah, that's it's always a bit weird because you're like, you know, <laughs> don't make. Okay. <laughs> anyway, you know, because of the time, they played at being butcher, a, a cook and a cook's assistant. Okay, so they're doing oh, nice. the course of food, right? So <laughs> you know, we're five, six years old. I'll be the butcher. You could be the cook, and you know, I'll be the cook's assistant. The role you don't want to be because obviously that's the yeah. shit. <laughs> okay. Do you have like a waiter coming in, like? Table six complained about their salmon. <laughs> the butcher's like, it's not me. However, in this story, it got a little bit too serious. The butcher killed a child who played as the pig. What? Okay, the child who played as the butcher was arrested and charged for murder, but the town council, who functioned as a court, never having seen such a case before, was unsure whether to punish such a young child. So. In review, they were playing this game <laughs> where someone was a butcher 
a cook, a cook's assistant, and a pig playing the game. The butchers got a bit too into it and killed the pig, aka a child. Are you sure this is a fairy tale and not like a crime event? Anyway, so Bill Sando's like. Have you seen this butcher? <laughs> and it's just like a small child in like one of those like like butcher outfits and smithies, like <laughs> drawn on tash, plastic knife, plastic machete, right? And then there's like behind him like a, a kid chef in a chef's hat made of paper. <laughs> it's like they're dangerous, like near them. <laughs> They may well be armed. Do not approach. Call the police immediately. <laughs> so it's really confusing. So the town council were like, what do we do? <laughs> so uh, an old wise councillor finally came up with a special method to decide if the child was guilty or not. Okay. Yes. <laughs> the days, right? Okay. <laughs> never going to guess. Okay. Uh, what would you think, you know, what what, what would be the, the way that this wise, well-established counsellor would think, we've got a young kid here, they've played the game too seriously, this is my solution. Has <laughs> he, like, has he just crept out of the, the dark corner of the room? Get out of the wizard old man. <laughs> I've got a form of justification. <laughs> <laughs> Did he, um... Weigh him against something, like, in, <laughs> you know, in, like money pipe of him. He like weighs them against the, <laughs> something else. Much like fairy tales of the past, he bought a ripe, appetizing apple and a high-value gold coin. Took one in each hand and let the child choose one of them. Like what the fuck? They did not have any other fruit back in these days. <laughs> Apples, bananas, oranges. Oh, like you know, to the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> Right, that's that? all oh, that's a kiwi. <laughs> what the fuck is that? <laughs> Got any apples? <laughs> I feel like right. this is something that would happen during a job interview. <laughs> like Elon Musk. <laughs> Alright, he had the gold coin and the apple, and he let the kid choose which one. Now, if the butcher, aka five-year-old murderer, chose <laughs> <laughs> the apple, presumably proving that the child still had complete naive mind then he was innocent okay and he'd be freed if he chose the gold coin presumably proving that a more abstract understanding of value had already developed in the child the child was guilty and would be hanged for murder fuck's sake but by that age, half of them are like chimney sweeps anyway and fucking like working 40 hour weeks. <laughs> like, hey. Right. So the child, fucking hell, hanging a five year old child. Jesus Christ. Right. <laughs> what are going to hang him on? Like cotton thread. <laughs> okay, Shoelace. <laughs> Epstein, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the yeah. child chose the apple without any hesitation. So no, that inferred in court, based off of this fucking stupid logic, that he was naive and was like, "Apple, I love apples," and there was no premeditated value for 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 the choice. Yeah. So he killed yeah. the kid. It's just a game, an accident. Right. right. He was released, and the charges were dropped. Okay. There <laughs> outside, is a outside the old Bailey, the the press, are like. 
Like, How do you fill up the juice of the apple? So we can't, but that's it again. So we can't today. <laughs> <laughs> the lawyers are stood there like, well, he chose the apple, so it clearly indicates just a, um, a framed jury. <laughs> <laughs> there was never any doubt that he chose the apple. <laughs> Goes great right. with pork. Now, this is in two parts. Part two. Different like the film It. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they all grow up and go back and play butcher. Yeah. Chef's assistant and pig like 25 years later. <laughs> Part two. So perhaps a different element to the story. Part two. One day, two brothers saw their father killing off a pig. Killing him off. Kill- they killed, he killed a pig, all right? The words here say, killed off a pig like it was Game of Thrones. Like, get rid of him. He's done. Him off. <laughs> Lots over, right? They saw their father kill a pig. Two brothers were like, yeah, I love that game. They imitated what they saw, and the older brother killed his younger brother. Same sort Fuck of similar scenario, right? Okay. Right. Two brothers saw their father killing a, killing a pig. They imitated that. The older one killed the younger brother. However, their mother was giving, like, baby brother a bath. Um, had heard the child scream, abandoned the baby in the bath to find out what was going on. And when she saw the eldest child and seen what he'd done, she took the knife out of the younger son's throat and in her rage, stabbed the older brother in the heart. When the mother found out that meanwhile, the baby had drowned in the tub, she was inconsolable and committed suicide by hanging herself. Okay. Right? This happens in two or three minutes, okay? <laughs> right? All this so, happens. What remains of Edith Finch? Okay, it really is. So much heartache and disappointment yeah. in this time scale. However, after a long day working in the field, the oh, father comes God, home. God, of course. Finding out that his whole family was dead, also died from sadness. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sad. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This encompasses like there's two variants of children playing at slaughtering. Okay, both right. have horrible consequences. In the first one, a kid dies but is let off because he chose an apple. In the second one, everyone fucking dies. <laughs> horrible. Okay, that is a horrible story. Is something that is actually incredibly realistic that may happen. So I don't know if the Grimm brothers have heard this tale. And right. been like, holy shit, this is gold. <laughs> like, we can really make a lot out of this, you know. They're like, you know, this is salt burn right here. This is, like, <laughs> this is gold dust, right, from tragedy. And that's that. So, yeah, horrible, right? And this has been told throughout, like, you know, hundreds of years. You think when they were gathering the stories, right, they go around, they're knocking about. There's like on the, on the like, there's, there's a rumor that someone's child died. And they go around the house, they're like, hello, child's dead. And they're like, yeah, cholera. And they're like, yeah, but what really happened? They're, like, <laughs> they're almost like planting these stories in them. Did he ever play butchers? Uh, yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. What role? Um, He was the butcher. Right. Did he uh, kill pigs in this thing? Yeah, yeah, he did, yeah. Did he kill kids? I mean, pigs, I mean, pigs, pigs, pigs. <laughs> and then, like, the quote is, like, she said kids. <laughs> like, she did, it verbatim, you know. Yeah. Yeah, horrible, right? But that's really bad. But, like, you know, pigs. And the kid chose the apple. You know why? 
Christ. You can't have pork without apple sauce, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Clever butcher. Yeah, Here's the yeah. twist, like Kaiser Soze. Yeah. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm adding this in. You <laughs> motherfucker, right? I'm going to make yeah. more than one gold piece off of this. Pinocchio, <laughs> <Is that laughs> the Disney version of it is fucking harrowing. Like the animated one, genuinely. Like it's nasty, isn't it? You know, it's it turns all to donkeys and all that yeah. shit. It's, yeah. Like, I mean, they and the asses or asses or yeah, the asses. Yeah. <laughs> I've always been uncomfortable with Pinocchio. Like the fact, mm. and I understand as a father as well. You know, if you, you you feel the loss of a child or whatever, and you then you know you may want to replace it for your grief, right? but. Yeah, you know, Petto was for slightly different circumstances, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. totally agree. Maybe I don't even think weird. he really had kids. I think he told people, "Yeah, I've had kids. Yeah, yeah, I've had loads of kids. I've had, yeah, yeah I've had them. They've gone. <laughs> They're not here anymore. Don't ask questions." <laughs> there was a there was a butchering incident. Not <laughs> <laughs> to play butchers. <laughs> me. Bloody butchers. I'm sure you'd be aware of the story of Pinocchio, particularly. Uh, you're like, you know, it's harrowing. Yeah. There's a couple of crucial elements in it, in the original story, um, that differ from the Disney one, though. The original okay. one is a lot, a lot darker. Well, the big and the, the big super dark difference is that as a result of Pinocchio's bad behaviour, you know, as a scallywag, he gets pissed. Yeah. He gets pissed. He gambles. Yeah. He, yeah, yeah, he does all that. Starts becoming an ass. Sin. Yeah. Sin, yeah. Yeah, I mean, what what do we know is the worst that happened to him? What, he got told off? And he, you know, Jiminy Cricket got him back on the right path? Yeah, it's kind of like pushing back onto his moral high ground. Yeah. Just, but, you know, do this. Yeah, like, come on. Yeah, sort yourself Yeah. Out. And he, he did all right in the end, didn't he? He became a real boy, in fact. He did, didn't he? yeah. A real he boy. He became a real boy. Giuseppe was happy. Giuseppe? The fox. The two Giuseppe. <laughs> Giuseppe. <laughs> Geppetto. Geppetto. <laughs> he was happy. He's not like a pizza owner. <laughs> is he not? He must have been. He had another oven. his previous children. <laughs> <laughs> They're all happy. The fish is happy in the fucking fish tank. The two foxes oh, yeah. are happy. Pinocchio was happy. But do you know what actually happened? Tell me. Due to Pinocchio's naughty behaviour. He was hung. Pinocchio. Pinocchio, the fucking puppet. He was hung, and that's it. <laughs> so yeah. Because of his, his like, miscreant ways, yeah. he'd incurred a lot of debt. He goes yeah. into a lot of trouble, whoring and gambling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he got um, hung by his yeah. own strings. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, yeah. By his own father. Like, you know, just slappy. He was like, <laughs> he was like, right. I'm just going to fucking hang you then. You're dead. Oh. Right. And then uh, because <laughs> Chimney Cricket. Right? Okay. Okay. Because he didn't um, do his duty. He didn't put him on a straight and narrow. He didn't repair the damage of which this little gambling fuckhead <laughs> is doing. Do you know what happened to him? The little it's cricket. The cricket. Yeah, go on. They hung him. <laughs> they hung him as well. Yeah. So little they, tiny they... gallows. <laughs> They hung a child puppet <laughs> that wasn't real, no. that didn't have lungs, no. so couldn't breathe. So there was no point real. in hanging him. Right. People just in the gambling den are just like, it was his fault. 
Is there a fucking bag, bag of wood over there? <laughs> Hang him! Hang him! Look and then, the like, next to him. Was his fault too? And the cricket's like walking away, like I'm getting the fuck out of here. No one's gonna see me with his little umbrella. And they're like, Andrew, come here. Done. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked up. Right, so Hunchback and Notre Dame. Ooh, I like that one. Yeah, I know why you like that one. Yeah. Esmeralda should get herself got. You'll be aware of Disney's Hunchback and Notre Dame. We all are. With oh Frollo, God. you're aware of it. Frollo, Frollo, yep. Frollo is the only one that falls to his death, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. He was a bastard, anyway. He and was... as a bad, as a bad guy in a Disney film, he he was he, he was. was very good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he wasn't good. He was very bad. No, but he was no, good. The like, character was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great casting as well. Never really scared of Disney villains because there's always mm. a comical element to him. But he was like, yeah. he had this horrible air, of religious like piety, and all this other stuff. Yeah. Like it was, it was you know shitty. Yeah, he was good. And he was manipulative, wasn't he? Yeah, like yeah, the way he touched him, like not like that. He, no, he, like, he no, placed yeah. his hand on on Quasimodo's back and reassure him yeah, at yeah, times. Like but also think, you ugly cunt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He wanted the gypsy girl for his own. Oh, he had it all. Yeah. Oh man, if my son's girlfriend looked like that, <laughs> Frollo is the only one who falls to his death, right? Yeah. And uh, Quasimodo, Esmeralda, and Phoebus survive as heroes. But the original novel, Hunchback and Notre Dame, is quite quite a different ending, to be honest. When Frollo escapes, uh, Esmeralda is the only suspect for Phoebus' stabbing. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So Esmeralda is the only suspect. Cool. She get Esmeralda gets tied to the stake, doesn't yeah. she? Yeah. And there's fire. Then Quasimodo's really just there. Yeah. Yep. Religious death. Why not? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's the only way. <laughs> it's it. Burn them, burn them dead. Burn them fire. Then, uh, yeah. Burn them fire. Burn them with fire till dead. <laughs> and then uh, Quasimodo comes bowling in, doesn't he? And he saves her and all that. And then yep. it's like upstairs. And... Do a little song. Birds fly. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Love. Love. Frollo falls off the edge. But that doesn't happen in there. She gets put on trial. So she gets called a, a suspect, uh, suspect for that chap's murder. She gets yep. put on trial. And uh, the sentence is uh, to death when she, unaware that Phoebus, so Phoebus is still alive, yep. that she gets sentenced to death, falsely confesses to witchcraft and murder. So she like she confesses like to coercion, yeah, tactics exactly. by the police there, yeah, yeah. Quasimodo fails to actually protect her <laughs> in the original. Frollo <laughs> uh, <laughs> releases her to an angry mob. Oh my God. <laughs> so, he he knows she's innocent because he did the stabbing. Yes. And all yes. he wants to do is bang Esmeralda. <laughs> but he's like, nah, I'm going to release you to an angry mob. It's, what's this man's kicks? I don't like, know. He's I want to fuck some... you, but I want you beaten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and she's eventually hung. And in his despair, Quasimodo pushes Frollo from the tower. So at the ending, years later, so it skips forward in this book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some stuff happens, I don't know. He grows a beard. Yeah. Half a beard, maybe, because, you know, that face. And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> your mother can love it. <laughs> yes, yeah. He doesn't have one, so she can't. Because <laughs> it's an orphan. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, love. So the ending years later sees the skeletons of a hunchback and a woman embracing in Esmeralda's tomb. 
Oh, how cute is that? Lovely, it's a sweet ending, really. So, I mean, I guess Disney couldn't do that because that's like quite dark. Yeah. So give them the happy ending where they survive and have I don't know hunchback kids with green eyes and stuff. Frodo got his just desserts. I don't know which one I prefer actually. <laughs> I think I prefer the real ending. Yeah, Elwood. It's more death. Yeah, yeah, a bit of drama to it. Yeah. Um, I've got one final tale here, so we can uh, we can review this, have a little listen to um, another grim fairy tale that may not be so well known and this one is called the story of the youth who went forth to learn what fear was fuck me right, this one is not a catchy this is like, title <laughs> like a harry potter story <laughs> like the, the deathly hallows part one to five <laughs> the story of the youth of the philosopher's stone a father had two sons i have more than one and you just in case like infant mortality rates, you've got to have a couple so they survive. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. got to be done. So, yeah, she's everywhere around there. Play that game. Stay away from it, kids. Um, a father had two sons. There was a dim witted younger son. And the dim witted son, uh, when asked by his father what he would like to learn to support himself, said he would like to learn how to shudder, as in learn to have fear. So the dim-witted son, because he can't express himself very well, wasn't really scared of much. Maybe didn't understand it, and he wanted to learn to have fear, because fear is useful as a a survival tactic, isn't it? You're scared of something, you escape. A sexton, I guess, which is like a a religious person in the past, (laughs) uh, told the father that he could teach the boy Okay. I'll teach him fear. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay. <laughs> no, it can't now, be. No, hold on, hold on. All right. Oh. It's not quite like. So after teaching him to ring the church bell, he sent him one midnight to ring it, and came in after him dressed as a ghost. Right. Yeah. A simple fear tactic, you know, like when someone has hiccups. You dress up as a ghost and try to jump out. <laughs> got no hiccups. I got hiccups. Go outside, ring the doorbell. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he's like, this is a great idea. Put his little sheet on. Try to do it right. The boy then demanded an explanation when he saw the, the priest. Um, so when the sexton didn't answer because he's dressed up as a ghost, the boy, unafraid, pushed him down the stairs, breaking his leg. Oh, my God. So he's kind of just been like, oh. Flight, mate. Who are you? Push, right? He's not yeah. fucking stupid either, even though he's painted out to be dim-witted. He's like, you're a man in a sheet. You're not answering me. I'm in a church alone, ringing a bell. Off you go, right? Sounds more rude than anything. Why don't you answer me? You... Oi, mate. <laughs> who are you, mate? Right, tell me now. Who are you? No, right, you push. Upset he goes, and then like he's broken his leg. It's all backwards and mangled. The father finds out and he's horrified and he, you know, turns him out of the house. Out he goes, like, you bloody pushed the sexton down the stairs and now he's all broken legged and stuff. Get out. The boy set out to learn how to shudder, to learn right. fear. Right. He's, got, he's yeah. like, fuck this then. Right, I'm going to try and do it myself. So he complained whenever he could. If I could shudder. One man advised him to stay the night beneath the gallows. So he would oh, go out and proclaim. Right. If I could only shudder, and then people would be like, try this. So this guy was like, go under the gallows. It's fucking terrifying under there. 
You get right. like ghosts come out. You ain't seen me right. You know all this other stuff. <laughs> yeah. All right. So beneath this particular gallows, there were seven hanged men who were still hanging there. Well, well, well hang on. The, the, the hangees. They're like, well, it's five o'clock, boys. Uh, <laughs> Clock on Friday, taverns just open. Shall we? Uh, pop in some overtime. There's a kid who yeah. needs to be scared down there, right? <laughs> Let's just hang about and see what hey, happens. I'll leave him there to the morning, Roger. <laughs> I'm on a promise tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so there were seven nights, uh, seven men hanged there and they were still hanging, right? So the kid stayed there and he set a fire for the night underneath the gallows where the hanged bodies shook in the wind and he thought they must be cold so he cut them down and he sat them close to his fire but they didn't stir even when their clothing caught on fire so he's put right. those dead bodies around the fire been like you're cold didn't you he put them too close to the fire a couple of them set fire themselves <laughs> okay <laughs> the boy annoyed at their carelessness hung them back up on the gallows <laughs> it's a teacher. He's so angry with them. You call fire, you bastard. Why so angry full stuff? <laughs> you should see what I did to the fucking ghost earlier. Push him down the stairs, mate. This kid is reckless. Stay away he from is. him. After the incident at the gallows, he began travelling uh, with a wagoner. So somebody who, who's got a wagon. Uh, right. When one night he arrived at an inn and the innkeeper told him that if he wanted to know how to shudder, how to have fear, he should visit the haunted castle nearby. Rumours right. of that haunted castle yeah. could have just stayed away. Ugh, terrifying. <laughs> so uh, if he could manage to stay there for three nights in a row, he'd learn fear, uh, as well as win the king's daughter, which is obviously a side quest. <laughs> like, <laughs> stay up, you, know, you stay there for three nights, you get a king's daughter chucked in there with you. <laughs> All the rich treasures of the castle that lay within it. Nice. Many See, men had tried, no one had succeeded. Right? How, how good, what's, what are the goods like? You know, what's, what's the king's daughter like? Is she right? She is of an adequate age. Fair enough. The best thing. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, but the, the treasure, that's how you're going to get it, isn't you? Gucci shoes, Lamborghinis, all that stuff. It's still Mark there. Jacob's watch. Mark Jacob's watch, all the shit. That's all up there. Right, the boy's like, yeah, I'll, I'll accept the challenge. And he went to the king to ask to be put forward for this trial, this side quest. Right, the king... I'll sleep in your house for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> the king agreed and told him that he may bring with him three non-living things into the castle. Right. A weird way of saying you can have some things to bring in. Yeah. <laughs> because I guess like, it's a fairy tale. You know, clocks walk around and sing stuff. <laughs> like, there's a candelabra over there. Like, and he's doing a fucking... <laughs> yeah, there's a whole fucking piece there. You know, it's all that shit. It's like, don't bring any living clocks with you. <laughs> can I bring my armoire with me? She, she sings. She's <laughs> <laughs> clothes from previous dead women like in Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> It's not the first woman he's trying to get beast. Um, <laughs> calm down, Bell. Save yourself. <laughs> you're the last petal, but you're not the first petal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the boy, who had no fear, asked for fire, a lathe, a woodworking what? lathe. A lathe? Okay. Well, you're going to me. Sorry. Okay. All right. Yeah. And a, <laughs> a cutting board with a knife, which I assume is one item, you know, one... Right, yeah. I feel like he's really bent the rules a little bit here. Yeah, yeah, so there's got to be a loophole in that. Yeah, he's done well there. 
The first night, as the boy sat down in his room, two voices from the corner of the room moaned into the night, complaining about the cold. It's cold. <laughs> but it's so cold. Boy, boy, it's cold. <laughs> the boy, unafraid, claimed that the owners of the voices were stupid not to warm themselves with the fire. Right? He's so practical. I love this oh, kid. Right? He's a fucking arsonist. <laughs> you go, fucking hell, get near the fire. Like, okay, and then suddenly... Um, two black cats jumped out from the corner and seeing the card boy proposed a card game. <laughs> boy, boy! Boy, boy! You want to play Factory Ones? <laughs> do, you know, uh, do you know Pontoon, do boy? Do you know Pontoon? <laughs> Black Jack! <laughs> boy, you got right. 23, boy. <laughs> He's in Turkish. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, all right. So these these like chabby cats come out and like you propose a card game from the same corner where ghosts didn't warm themselves. The boy, he's not dim-witted as he seems, right? He tricked the cats and trapped them with the cutting board and the knife. I don't know how. Maybe mm. because cats can get confused that if they're put if a cutting board is being pushed towards them, it's a wall. They back away like this, and he's pushed them into a corner. And he's just like, get, 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 get. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> Can they jump over it? No, oh, no, no, let's not rip that apart. Because no. we'll be here all day. No, did, like, did he fashion a little cage out no. of it? Okay. All right. So why he's, why he's doing that, he's trying to trick the cats and he's trying to like trap them with a the cutting board. Other black cats and dogs emerge from every patch of darkness in the room. I feel this is like a small oh. like boss battle. Like he's there. <laughs> like, He's got the black cats and dogs coming at him. He's got to try and defend himself. Either that, he's just he's in the wrong place. He's in the fucking RSPCA, mate. Exactly right. I'm it's a Battersea fucking dog's home. He's broken into Battersea dog's home. <laughs> yeah. to cats and dogs, but because he doesn't understand fear or anything, or turn <laughs> yeah, on the yeah. lights, he can't see <laughs> what he's doing. <laughs> Let me out. I want to play cards. It's like, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so he's gone a bit crazy. And um, he's fighting off uh, and killing them all with his knife. Fucking and... hell. I thought he was just trapping them. No, he's, there's too many of them, right? He's killing them all. There's dead, warm <laughs> bodies of animals everywhere. Steam Shit. rising from their knife wounds in the cold room. Okay, because it's cold. We know that. The ghost told us. Okay. <laughs> right, yeah. Right? All of a sudden, then, it dies down. Everything's dead anyway. <laughs> From the darkness, a bed appears. Scary stuff. Why is there a fucking bed appearing there? Okay. Normal people. Shit. What's going on? He doesn't yeah. care. He lays down on it. Right? <laughs> and he's preparing <laughs> for sleep. He's like, I've killed all these animals. This dark yeah. room has blessed me with a bed to lay down on. <laughs> Tuckered out from all the slaying. <laughs> I've slain so many animals. And he's preparing for sleep. But the bed began walking all over the castle. Okay. So he's on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like bent on some broomsticks, taking him on some sort of fantastical journey around the castle. Still not scared, though. This kid is still not scared. The boy urged it to go faster. He's like, wee! <laughs> Love it! It's like Ramsey's revenge. <laughs> so the bed's turning upside down, and it's like going crazy. And then the bed goes on top of him, and the boy, unfazed, just tossed the bed aside. 
got bored, and then slept next to the fire he set until the next morning. All right. How strong is this kid? And, uh, I feel like this bed had enough, and I was like, oh, fucking, I've had enough. I'm going to pin you yeah. down. Yeah. <laughs> all that happened in night one. Okay. All right. All right. As the boy settled in for the second night in the castle, nothing happened. What was he the... doing during the day? Yeah, <laughs> this is a very right. good point. This is a very right. good point. Just nothing. chilling out. Yeah. Nothing. nothing at all. Kicking back, playing Xbox, watching Netflix. Okay. Yeah, um, nice. He settled in for his second night in the castle. He's settling down, and then all of a sudden, half of a man fell down the chimney. Just half of him. Right. Right. Santa's like... Santa's legs. Yeah. Just legs. The boy again, unafraid, was just like... He shouted up the chimney so that the other half could hear what the fuck was going on. <laughs> right. All right. Which we now established is the top half. And then like, the other half heard the boy, fell down the chimney and reunited with the rest of his body. Oh, no. It was, uh, I'm lost. You're, you're having us down here. Come, come down <laughs> yeah. here, mate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. cheers, mate. Yeah, I'll come down. <laughs> Can you chuck my other sock down? The, the guy came down, reunited with himself. And all of a sudden, more men followed, falling down the chimney with skulls, you know, instead of a fully formed head, and right, yeah. dead men's legs. Um... <laughs> I'm just picturing like a couple of men coming down. All right, mate, I've got a sack of uh, skulls and dead men's legs if you want any. <laughs> that sounds like Halloween sweets. Dead men's legs. Right, the boy. Right, so he's all skeletons, then, isn't it? Yeah, skeletons. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Right. So they've, the they've got skulls and dead men's legs, and dead men's <laughs> arms. <laughs> Their hands were like that of a dead man. <laughs> boy, he's obviously like I spent all day doing fuck all. Was really unentertained. So <laughs> he grabbed these legs and was amused um, as he created the dead man's legs into a bowling game and use the skulls to it's create bowling. He uses his legs create better balls with the skulls. All right. <laughs> this <laughs> fucking kid. So the, the dead men and the bowling game vanished into thin air All right, at the end of this. All right, okay. <laughs> this kid. I'm loving this. All right, okay. Yeah. Okay, on, on the third night, okay, so another day just happens and, like, nothing nothing goes on. On his third night in the castle, the boy heard a strange noise. Six men entered the room carrying a coffin. Oh, my God. All right, spooky. Um, the boy, again, no shudder, unafraid, a little bit distraught, though, believed the body to be his own dead cousin. So he maybe thought he saw the body it was an open casket, and by the familiarity of it, or he's relating something, thought it to be his own cousin. And because he's still quite young, we forget yeah. how young he is, um, he's trying to warm the body to bring it back to life. Right. Right? So maybe rubbing it in various places. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all right. It's your cousin. You're allowed to do that. <laughs> now, he's getting frustrated that he's not coming back to life. So, confusedly, threatened to strangle him. I don't know. <laughs> Stop being Get dead! warmer. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, cousin, you. get nice and warm for me. Well, you don't want it. Oh, what, you don't want to be warm again to your cousin. I fucking strangle you. <laughs> this kid, I don't. Uh, okay. It's fucking horrible. The boy, angry at the body's ingratitude, 
of not getting warmer and being alive <laughs> close the coffin on top of the man okay he's had enough <laughs> alright and then an old man hearing the noise came in to see the boy he visited with him bragging that he could knock an anvil straight into the ground shit progresses at a crazy rate here right, right? I, so you know, where's this old man come from like next door I don't know, he's heard it. He's like, oh. Look, listen, boy, two nights in a row now, you've been fucking around, making loads of noise, <laughs> bowling, fucking strangling, killing cats. I've had enough. I'm, tr- tr- I'm trying to get my kids down. Sleep, they've got school in the morning. <laughs> I can punch an anvil. He's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, he's bragging that he can knock an anvil into the crowd, right? So this old man brought him to the basement of the castle, and while showing the boy his trick, he split the anvil and trapped the old man's beard in it. Right, this kid is an evil problem child, right? It's so, just like, fucking incredible home. The, the old man is like, he's punching it, he's punching the anvil, it's splitting, right? The boy's just like, whack, grabs his beard, sticks it in the little split. The man's trapped in there. <laughs> right? And then, not only that, he just proceeds to beat the old man with an iron rod. <laughs> <laughs> Why is going on in this kid's head? I'm really escalated from pushing a piece out of his with a rod, okay? Like the man. This guy, sorry, yeah, this guy's so strong, he can fuck up an anvil. He'd be like, oh, my beard's stuck. That's it, it's all over. <laughs> punch your beard out. I don't know. <laughs> punch your yeah. beard out like Minecraft. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, like, just rip it off. Just do something, mate. Honestly, there's a crazy boy coming at you. <laughs> beating you with an iron rod. The man is so desperate for mercy. He showed the boy all the treasures in the castle. All These right. tests have occurred in the haunted castle, and the boy has been successful. Yeah. So the following morning, the king told the boy that he could win his lovely daughter. The boy agreed, though upset he'd still not learned how to shudder, how to have fear. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So he's gone through all those hardships, seen some horrible shit, done some horrible shit. He's played bowling with human body parts. He's lathed the skull. He's hit an old man with a stick. Like he's done it all. Right? He's killed half of the cats in the county. Yes, yes, yes. He's had no trouble doing it. Right. So if you hang on, so if you right, you've got a daughter, right, and then you've seen like right. You are worthy of my daughter. If if you saw this kid do that, you'd be like, you're not coming anywhere near my fucking daughter, you absolute mess. You are a maniac. Yeah, we got cats. <laughs> yeah. We love this cat. It's personal. <laughs> <laughs> we love cats. We love old people. <laughs> we hate bowling. We're more like, you know, Laser Quest family. <laughs> so, <Well>, fuck off. <laughs> like, yeah terrifying right this kid has gone through some crazy shit and he's done some crazy shit like he married the the daughter she was lovely and after the wedding the boy continues complaining if i could only shudder um has he not got enough he's fucking rich he's getting laid on the regs (laughs) (laughs) yeah like this might be the case he'd get married and he's like oh fucking no fear now (laughs) it to the eyes of hell (laughs) <laughs> oh no! Oh, I did a washing up. I'm brave. The fear. Right, he's annoyed his wife to no end with this fucking commitment to fear. And reaching her wits' end, she sent for a bucket full of stream water, complete with gudgeons. Nice. Fish. Right. 
nature's tiny fish, and she tossed the freezing water onto her husband while he was asleep. As he awoke shuddering, because it was cold, he exclaimed that he'd finally learned how to shudder, but he still did not know what true fear was. I see. He's a loving wife. She took it literally. (laughs) (laughs) You know, giving him a little bit, but you know, that's to stop him complaining. <laughs> he's like he's he's had cold nights, right? Why is yeah. he shuddering? Because he was yeah. clever. He set up fire. He set up fire under the gallows. Set up a fire. You know, he's not, oh, he's too, too clever, clever for his own so good. good. <laughs> so if yeah, I was her, like she must be fucking brave because the things he did. I mean, a couple of cats said, "All right, boy, do you want to play cards?" And he fucking slayed them, <laughs> slayed them. and their families and dogs. And the, the old boy, the old boy's like, oh, do you want me to, uh, I'll punch an anvil if you want. He's like, yeah, yeah, go on then. And he fucking killed him. He just twisted like, on him. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what he did to people that were nice to him. I know. Anyone that's, I know. She did a horrible thing. Now, with fairy tales, okay, I don't know, but perhaps mm. with a modern adaptation of them, there's kind of a moral behind it. There's a moral that, that shows that the fairy tale is, is a story of... Uh, evolving from the base yeah. character to you know you're evolving to oh, okay right I've done this kid mm. nah not at all not at all he's a fucking there's maniac. no social guidance in this at no. all there's no, no like there's no like fabric of how to be a decent person in society no. No. in any of these stories so far really no, is it? No. to be in honest the final one it promotes being a fucking psychopath <laughs> you get yeah. to marry a princess and have all the treasure in the castle. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> it's fucked up. Grim. <laughs> Grim is the is the is the pinnacle word for this. <laughs> right, I got one for you. So we we all know we all know the Little Mermaid, lovely story. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a Hans Christian Andersen tale, right? Oh, there you go. Yeah, could be. Yeah, it is. How about that? <laughs> You've done your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know about it. Yeah. yeah. We know that you know Ursula takes her voice, gives her a pair of legs. Yeah, she wins the prince eventually. They get married happily ever after. Yeah, right. So, in the original story, The Little Mermaid, it's actually quite a disastrous deal, and okay. it does not end pretty for um, Ariel. That's all I forgot her name. I was gonna say it's Muriel, did it? It's <laughs> <laughs> <So> obsessed <laughs> on the mind. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't go well for her, basically. So, she, she makes a deal. With with the sea witch, yeah. And what the sea witch actually does, she cuts out her tongue. That's right. Oh, so she literally removes her voice. Yeah, she can't talk. Literally, to yeah, yeah, yeah. It cuts out her tongue. That's gone. And then gives her some legs, and takes her tongue, gives her legs, and she's beautiful. The only thing is, I don't know, like you know, if you've ever seen like a little baby goat be born, they may have legs, Paul. Yeah. They don't know how to fucking use them, do they? No, no. no. <laughs> so she's got no tongue. <laughs> she's got these legs. So she comes up to the shore, lays on the beach, goes to stand, and she fucking can't. In actuality, <laughs> she hasn't really seen how people use these things, has she? Yeah, she's true. like flapping around, she's walking around, gangling around. She can't walk and she can't talk. So she's like, ah. <laughs> Yeah. She's like a drunk girl on Brighton Beach at two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, 
you know, yeah. So then she bumps into this this prince, this guy. And he's like, oh, fuck me. And he, he doesn't think, oh, what dazzling beauty of a well-walking woman with a beautiful voice. She is like, wow, this woman's soaking fucking wet. Her skin's like sopping with seawater and seaweed all over it. She hasn't got a fucking tongue because it's all fapping around all over. Exactly like that. She can't even fucking walk. What is this shit? Eventually, basically, um, he ends up marrying someone else and (laughs) (laughs) because of the state of it. And he literally looks at her and responds to her in the words kind of a mute het <laughs> oh my god <laughs> she never returns to the sea and her family never gets her tongue back and she's left with tacky legs <laughs> <laughs> so she she just lays on the beach till she learns how to use his legs and then becomes some sort of like weird mute beggar um <laughs> yeah. okay. shit okay so yeah. she didn't get the idea i mean this is this is the realistic side of things isn't it you know like in the disney world she pops out the water and she's fucking sprinting she's doing, it's like bod, it's Not like a so body good, but, yeah. advert. she's like horse riding and she's doing all this other stuff <laughs> <laughs> like she's pirouetting and stuff like that but no she couldn't talk and she's on the floor and she's a mess talk she couldn't walk <laughs> <laughs> And she couldn't make love. No, well, she could. <laughs> All she could she... do was watch him marry <laughs> someone else. Just but <laughs> the whole I... time, it's like, why are you, why are you here? <laughs> I want her to watch me get married. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually horrible. It's like, hey, lads, look at this fucking freak show I found down by the beach here. She's a new jester. Watch her walk. <laughs> for me. She's just laying there sideways looking at the marriage and tears are coming out of her eyes. <laughs> like, <laughs> you were supposed to be mine. She's echoing her head. The sea witch is down below, like, doing the best karaoke night ever, like, belting <laughs> out show tunes like Adele. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> She's loving it. Disney have probably switched these stories round found the essence of the story to be good, found the ending to be horrific and been like, well, <laughs> yeah. just switch it, switch it around and, and we'll change yeah. it a little bit um, to make it a happier ending, to make a mor- morally based story, mm. which doesn't really, it's not so moral. Like, you know, you know, you have all this hardship and then everything's happy at the end. It's not quite realistic. You know, oh, really? princes is that... not become along. And, yeah. you know, and sometimes even with the connotations with like Sleeping Beauty and stuff like that, you know, yeah. A man's gonna come round while you're asleep and kiss you. Like, yeah. very good. We one. actually got her pregnant in the original tale, didn't we? <laughs> oh my god, he's got to stop doing that. Yeah. It's, it's one mad. prince doing it. It's one, <laughs> it's, it's one prince fucking all of these like princesses around the block, around the area. It's like he's, he's traveling from district to district <laughs> yeah. each, each, each district then has this tale of a man who comes into their village and takes a woman yeah so in the original story he goes up to her um gets her pregnant and then she wakes up with twins Holy that's shit yeah yeah there's a lot of like consent problems yeah with that and she wakes yeah. up and she's like 
What fucking hell? I've got twins. But obviously, they, it's the women in these fairy tales, they don't know sex. The princes only, they're the only ones that do know about sex. Do this is mean? true. It's, the men are very it's... forward. Like, they obviously know. They've gone through wives. They're going through princes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like princesses. Yeah, they, they you know they yeah. go for princes and as well. Princes. I guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nobody cares, right? Yeah. Or it's a Disney adaptation where it's gender reverse now. Like, <laughs> you, know, you know, like that. Um, but yeah, like as a, as a conglomeration of all these stories, like if you if you you love Disney, okay, go back and have a look at the source material. Yeah, it's, it's going to be a lot more interesting than. You know, animals dressing you, having a song, and all this shit. You're gonna, you know, you're gonna be yeah. in reality sleeping under some gallows. Um, <laughs> you're gonna be spotting a juniper tree and thinking, you no, know, is that boy's head on or not? I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. Don't go near chest full of apples. Like all this stuff. Like, you wish for legs, yeah. know how to use them first. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> wish, wish to know how to use it. Yeah, think think the wish is through. Um, if you've got some good slippers on, watch out for traps. <laughs> you'll get fucking got. Like you know, if you've got sexy feet, man, stay away from princes giving you reefs. <laughs> Simple as that. It starts petrol. That stuff is danger. You don't want it. Stay away yeah. from the tropical ones they got they got a little tang to them um so but yeah there we go that's a deep dive into uh fairy tales modern equivalents how they differ obviously now with the knowledge we know that actual fairy tales stem from some realistic events that have been kind of passed along uh, and told as, as a story of caution um, and then yeah. picked up by a couple of chances called the Grim Brothers yeah. who wanted to make a quick buck off of someone's fucking tragedy. <laughs> like, oh yeah, your four kids ended up like kidding each other, right? And one of them took an apple. Like, you know, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> days, you know, sorry to hear that, you know, your wife was bathing your child, went to see her son kill another boy, took that out in rage, kill him, then the son in the bath's dead, <laughs> ate home, where's dinner? Like, yeah. all this stuff, like, this you know, so... We'll, we'll we'll tell your story. Don't worry. We'll we'll make you look great. <laughs> <laughs> then yeah. they just go to another country, sell the story. <laughs> they're like, they they're all dead, so they can't contest the rights to the story anyway. Because the dad died of sadness. He didn't <laughs> die of sadness. The Grim Brothers fucking had him off. <laughs> they like, did. They did. It's our story now, right? You hear me? <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. But there you go. There you go. So that has been our episode of Fairy Tales. Um, mm-hmm. I hope you enjoyed it. Next week we'll be talking about something completely different. We have a bit of a surprise for you. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be setting something up. We're going to keep it a surprise for now. But we hope that you do enjoy it. So really, tune in and tell everybody. But yes. there is a special episode of In My Humble Opinion yeah. coming your way. We're going to be very proud of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Rob's going to be very worried about this episode. I'm very worried about He doesn't it. quite know the ins and outs. It's more of a surprise. So, uh, yeah, if you want to find gift. out, if you want to find out as Rob finds out, what's going to happen (laughs) and please listen please listen um tell everyone because we all know that rob's reactions to things happening live 
are some of the best things that can ever be recorded onto audio. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to go to prison, I swear. <laughs> I really hope not, but it depends on what type of prison. <laughs> as part of the story. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Um, I would like to say this episode has been suggested by somebody, and that was uh, suggested by a friend of mine called Kirsty. So Ooh. thank you, Kirsty. <laughs> um, yeah, looking into um, fairy tales and Disney equivalents and such. Um, hope you enjoyed it, and I hope everyone's enjoyed the episode. Right. And we'll be looking at further things in the future. So. Yeah. Listen, 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 like, like, like our socials will show at the end or they'll, they'll go through at the end of the episode as per usual. If you want to contact us, contact us on Instagram, send us in any of your suggestions. It's been quite obvious yeah. now that we actually do listen. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, if something does that, we, we, we listen to our community. We love our community. Yeah. Uh, have our code you know <laughs> uh, so that we've listened to the community won't take the piss too much um and then uh you know you might get on an episode and a shout out it's genuinely happening as the pod yeah, grows so thank you yeah it's a thing it's a thing <laughs> um so yeah tune in next week really urge you to do so it's going to be yeah. something special and um take care should have put a proviso at the beginning as well because some of the tales are a bit scary so. <laughs> but no it's the disclaimer still there so fuck off <laughs> if, if, if you've found this and you've listened to more than just this episode then you know <laughs> no, you know that you know what to expect here and yeah. it's and complete randomness <laughs> so uh, congratulations and thank you for listening so I've been Paul. I've been Rob. <laughs> As we always are every week. I'll do it. <laughs> and you've been listening to the In My Humble Opinion podcast. Take care Bye. now. Bye. 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 <laughs> you have been listening to the In My Humble Opinion podcast. Fairy Tales. Join us on Instagram by searching at humble opinions underscore podcast or tiktok by searching at in my humble opinion podcast or viewing us on youtube by searching in my humble opinion pod or one word